Falcons uh, nation, Dirty Bird nation that uh, I follow, a lot of times I don't, you know. Don't associate me with those Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> but man, man, Twitter is toxic on Sundays, man. I, I, I had to stop. <laughs> Lately, it's been every day, man. Every day. Yeah, I, I have to get some of those peons off my timeline. I don't need that negativity or that that crap. I'm glad my first page got suspended. So a lot of them, like on my new page, a lot of them I don't follow. But yeah, it's, yeah. Don't even get me started on those bozos. Man, don't get me started. Everybody be like, yo, I got suspended and I got a new page and now I'm free. And I'm like, yo, do I need to get suspended so I can get a new page and be free? (laughs) Shit. They get on my damn nerves. I mean, I blocked and I've muted and unfollowed a lot of people, but sometimes it's still there. Or those people get retweeted on my timeline. I'm like, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's funny because to be perfectly honest, because I stopped, I kind of stopped, um, and I didn't even want to your topics tonight about the Super Bowl, but like I stopped really messing with the Falcons after, uh, well, I won't say stop messing with them, but like I pulled back my emotional, the emotional aspects of, of it after this after they lost in that playoff game against the Eagles two years ago. And so, uh, I, so I was like, all right, I'm going to focus this pull back here because I don't think they're going to – I keep thinking they should, they should, like, get back to that spot and they just keep disappointing. And this season has been a disaster. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. I wish I – I think – for me, where it is at the start of the season, like me paying close attention to it, like every year I enter the season with zero expectations because if I don't have any expectations, then I can't get let down. So that's my approach every every season going into with being a Falcons fan. But um, this season feels quite different from the, the previous one, so we can just date it back to the Super Bowl. And it's just, it's, it's, it's sad. Like, they look bad <laughs> and they it, like in other in other seasons you will find you can find something that you can focus on to say okay well they're doing this well or they're good at this but literally this team has not been good at doing anything from special teams to running the ball to the defense everything is abysmal like it does not look good so like when I tell you I didn't really pay as much attention to the game last because I'm just like why I don't even understand I'm not even finna ruin my Sunday we're watching these boys get my heart off, just torn. I'm not, I'm like, I'm I'm done. It's it's nothing to look forward to. And I I like watching good football and the Falcons are not playing good football. Facts. Like, yo, people all right, hold on. Let, let me let me pause this real quick, put this in. All right, so right now we got Why So Serious Sports Vlog in the building. And yes, another pod. We have gone ahead and gotten started talking about this fuck ass of a team that we decide to cheer for and root for, whether out loud or just in our heads every day. And uh, we're hella disappointed in how this season is going. Uh, it's a fucking shit show. That's what it is. Like, so far, it's a fucking shit show. And when I uploaded our last episode on the YouTube, uh, someone commented they were really mad because I said I didn't watch the game because I was sick. Sorry, I was fucking sick. And they were pissed off because I didn't watch the game. And they were like, why should I listen if you didn't watch the game? 
well, bitch, I ain't watch a game this week. <laughs> what I fucking gotta say, okay? Not everybody has to watch the game to comment on it. We don't gotta watch it live. We can watch highlights and analysis and all that shit, and still talk about this fuck ass game. Right? We, you ain't miss nothing though. You ain't miss nothing. It's the same. Right. You could have watched the game the first season and still say the same. Like we, we, the 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 narrative hasn't changed. They they're not good. So you know, watching it is is you're gonna have the same speaking points every time. Like the defense is bad. The offense is bad. Matt Ryan turned the ball over again. The play calling is bad. Dan Quinn still ain't got the defense under wrap. Where's Big Beasley? He still ain't showed up. Devontae Freeman ain't turned back to himself. It's like it's the same thing. So you don't even gotta watch the game to say that. Say all of those same speaking points. Yo, listen. I need Breeze to learn how to edit them fire or them gunshots in here, cause Lo just boom, 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 just fired it off. Yeah. <laughs> right now, it's facts. Like, what the fuck? It's the same shit. It's kind of like last year, last season. Towards the end of the season, I was just like saying the same shit on repeat over and over and over again. Like, come the fuck on. When we don't got nothing to look forward to right now. Look, it's it's uh, <laughs> uh what can I start? Uh, um, <laughs> they've been the expectation was so high going to week one of the um, season because like uh, all right, we got rid of start. Uh, Quinn, Coach Quinn got taking control of the defense. Um, and like Matt Ryan got his uh, uh, co- uh offensive coordinator. Technically, the Falcons got like four former offensive coordinators on the team, but Matt Ryan got um, the guy he put before um, Shanahan hit the scene, um, as a coordinator. So I'm thinking everything will be straight. And week one, it was just like, dog, what the hell is going on here, man? It's like, we're getting smashed by the freaking Vikings. Who the following week, I think they get beat down by the Bears, if I remember correctly. And then we barely um, eked out that one against the Eagles, which defensively, I thought we were straight. I mean, I thought everything was cooking. You know, we we're playing at home. And, you know, we, I mean, we got lucky because that, that blown coverage by, I think that was Oliver of Aguilar, who was, was uh, streaking up the field. If he, Aguilar just like is like two steps faster, that's like a whole different game. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, we should, we're very lucky to even have one win. To be yes, <laughs> agree. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking. I was like, we really should be like, like yeah, we should. We shouldn't. I completely agree. We shouldn't even yeah, have that one win. And we sh- we we look that bad, and is that like it's to the point? Where I don't even feel comfortable commenting on other teams, even though some other bad teams too. I'm like, damn, I'm a Falcons fan. Like, I got I have no room to talk. And I think, like, like you said, with expectations going into you know week one, we're definitely high. I was never, I was never high on the the offensive coordinator that we picked up, um, and it's been proven. My my theory has been proven to pan out. I mean, it's 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 times or moments in the game or like flashes in the game where both on offense and defense, you're like, okay, okay, it's coming together. We can click, we can get it. But it's just like, ah, uh, it's like they dangling in front of you, like they playing with you. Like, okay, okay. And then boom, it's just like, all right, never mind. 
you know, subpar mediocrity and just bullshit. I just, like, after looking up at the end of the game Sunday and how I think they surrendered, they gave up 592 yards of offense to the Texans. 592. <laughs> and y'all want me to believe in this man, Dan Quinn, is a defensive-minded god. And that's how much we surrendering. Like, for real, like, I, I love Deshaun Watson, you know, shouts out to him. But for real, like, and then to go to your point where, like, you know, players mad at the fans, I don't give a goddamn if they mad at any fans. Like, I was at that <laughs> game when people start walking up out of the stadium before halftime and start booing you, and it's well-deserved for the piss-poor amount of football that y'all display every freaking Sunday. Well, how y'all mad at the fans? Y'all going out there playing like ass. Y'all always wanted over the offseason recording all these stupid-ass dancing videos, doing all this talk about how great practice was. But when it's time to show up and show out, y'all niggas ain't doing shit. They ain't showed me shit. So I don't understand. They, they, we, we deserve to be mad. <laughs> As fans, we deserve to be mad because this is what y'all giving us. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. Tickets, let me tell you, those tickets are freaking expensive. I was going to go to the uh, Thanksgiving game. Um, I, my cousins and, and, and folks are like, they've already bought tickets. I'm, I'm strongly thinking about not going because, I mean, the, if the product's going to be that bad, you know, like, I, I know, I mean, I could be like completely lit and don't care one way or the other and just walk around the stadium. But, um, it's like it's kind of like just like a blower because I was kind of looking forward to that game because like that's a marquee match against yeah. the Aints, yeah. and it's gonna be lit one way or the other. But it's like it's, it's always better when both teams are Plain fighting good. for something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, right now, okay, for goodness sakes, Teddy Bridgewater is leading his team. Is holding down like the fort while Breeze is like out. Teddy Bridgewater, all right. Like, which is, I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is a bad, uh, you know, bad quarterback in the. I think he's like a game manager, but he's doing what he's supposed to do. And like they haven't lost a game um, since he. Uh, besides the, um, I think that Rams game they lost. Mm-hmm. Like every game he started, they, you know, he's. I think he's getting comfortable, and that's a problem, you know. Um, but as far as like, the Falcons are concerned, is like, you know, I'm. It's out of Matt Ryan turning the ball over, Devontae Freeman, who's a shell of himself. Um, I don't know why they pay Vic Beasley, gave him that extension. I don't know why. There's no sacks, there's no pressure to the quarterback. Yeah. So Bro, we, we worse get, than the Browns. Let that sit in. I think, right. I mean, I think Trufant is a shot <laughs> also. Oliver don't know what the hell he's doing. Um, Deion Jones, I, I haven't heard his name in like two weeks, personally. Uh, Granted, I've only I only watched the first half of um the game yesterday because I had to go to work. Um, so it it just it's it's disappointing because Dan Quinn I really like him as like a coach. I thought he was like straight like the right guy for the job. Once we got rid of Mike Smith, um, and it's the fact that within like a span of two seasons he was able to take the team to the Super Bowl, which you know uh, which is great. Um, so even when you think about that game, um, just it feel I feel like honestly, unpopular opinion. Uh, I feel like Kyle Shanahan was the real brains of the operation. Cause since Kyle's been gone, as far as like clock management and like managing the game, Dan Quinn's not really good at that, and this team just don't seem to be right. Uh, I despise Kyle Shanahan. I despise him. 
it's a team, but to me, it was like a complete team loss. There's multiple people you can blame for that game, but it comes to coaching staff and he, and Dan Quinn's the head coach. It's like you gotta know uh, the game situation to call the right, make the right plays, make the right moves. And I just don't think Dan Quinn, like you know, he's a great motivational speaker. You know, he can get you motivated, but it's, it's not it's not um, clicking. Yeah. And I mean, for the for the Texans to drop fifty two points on the Falcons, fifty two was it fifty two or fifty three? I can't remember. I think fifty three. Yeah, it was fifty three. Just to thirty two. Yeah. Um. And you're supposed to be the defensive coordinator. You fired the defensive coordinator, uh, Raheem uh, Manuel, which I don't think I think he got a raw deal because yeah, I don't think it was his fault either. Oh, no. You know, I I didn't mind him. I thought he was pretty decent. Um. Um, defensive coordinator and then you take over the job and you know you're supposed to be like this great coordinator because you had we're over there in seattle which that makes it looks kind of funny because now was it you as the coaching um, as a defensive coordinator or was it the players you had on the field mm-hmm. from, cam, from um cam chancellor to uh, richard sherman um bobby uh uh what's uh what's the guy the linebacker from seattle uh like, but is it the personnel or was it your coaching? coaching. Right now, I'm thinking it's more personnel because I don't think Dan Quinn, like, I just it's, it's inexcusable. And these are these are his guys. He's drafted these players. You know, he took a he said we gotta get Oliver. You know, he said we you know we gotta get Vic Beasley. He put he gave Vic Beasley an, an extension. You know, that was, was like, his project. Remember, that's his that was his project. Personal. How many how many sacks did Amanda had this season? Um, one maybe I I can I can recall maybe one I can't I can't honestly think of um of any more but I I completely agree like I I like Dan Quinn like um I like you know I like what he's he he's he's brought to the team thus far as as and I'll be specific with that as far the as far as spotting. <laughs> talent and, and draft and being assistant to drafting well because one of the things I thought about before before Dan Quinn got there we were ready to get rid of Thomas Dimitrov because of him as a general manager he's been very lackluster when it comes to drafting and also um his ability to make moves on the offseason and acquire you know notable free agents so when we got Dan Quinn we seen a difference in that and we started drafting better and we started you know we started to build a talent on defense but with Dan Quinn being a defensive minded coach since he's been there how many times have the how, how many times has the Falcons had a defense ranked in the top 10 it's only been once <laughs> it's only been once and you know I understand the injuries um I do but again I'm I'm looking going going back to you know to your the first topic which was the um you know, about talking about the Super Bowl, did that ruin them? I think all that did was really sh- uh, shatter expectations because I think when we with his second year, okay, the first year, the, that was the year the Falcons started off great. I think it was it went 6-0, and then they ended up finishing 8-8 because they went on that big losing streak. And that was Kyle Shanahan's first season as the offensive coordinator. 
everything started off really, really bad. Like Matt, Matt Ryan in 2015 didn't look well. Um, he it, it's it's a I don't know if it's a pattern, but like the first year he gets a new offensive coordinator, he doesn't particularly play well. But um, seeing them bounce back the next year and make it to the all the way to the Super Bowl with the young defense and with di- that dynamic offense that we will probably never see again, which is 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 disheartening because I think that was that was a really great team. Um, but I think the expectations every year after that was to get back there. And I think with Dan Quinn being at the helm and every year we're making these coaching changes and nothing is is happening. So you fired the defensive coordinator and you're calling the plays on defense. Um, we haven't seen we, – we still haven't seen any any difference. Right now, Dan Quinn is right now 1-12 against AFC teams. Why the hell we can't beat AFC teams – I don't know why, but I, as soon as I see him on the schedule, I already just count that up as a dub because we just can't beat him for some reason. But um, going back to some of the people that he that he's he, he's drafted, they have not performed particularly well. Of course, everybody talks about Big Beasley and why he's still on our team is um is something that we don't know. But again, that's that's something that Dan Quinn really stuck his neck out on the line and was just like, you, you know, we're keeping him and he's, you know, basically believing in him that he's gonna improve. And we haven't seen Big Beasley since twenty sixteen, if we're gonna be honest. We have not seen that man whatsoever. At all. He too big to be that uh, to be a scrub like that. I just I just don't get it. Um but I think I think maybe maybe it's time for a change because Looking at some of these players, like after the game, I see I I see a lot of people checked out, and I be feeling bad for some of them. Honestly, I just I don't I don't think it's there anymore. Um, that whole in brotherhood shit that you know we speak, I think that shit gone. Um, I don't think it's coming back. Um, <laughs> uh, and I I just I I I just don't see it. I just they I mean I just look like at a loss for words with this team because it's just nothing good about it where you can speak on just everything is bad and I think like you said it just it starts at the helm it starts at the at, at the head and you know quite frankly if we're being fair to assess Dan Quinn yes he's brought in some marquee talent you know with Deion Jones you know I, I feel bad for the injury with Keanu Neal but you know he's brought some good players in but as overall has he has he gotten the Atlanta Falcons where we're a great defensive team, where we're a defensive threat, where, you know, teams fear us? No, I don't think so. Um, and I do think, you know, part of that 2016 season, uh, credit has to – we got to give credit when it's due. Um, Kyle Shanahan is, is offensive-minded, and he used all of his weapons. Like, we ain't seen Devontae Freeman, you know, back play back at that level – I, I hate Tico Walker. He's there, like sh- gonna be shining with Kyle Shanahan. But it's just parts of the offense that we don't see anymore. It's just not. It's not dynamic. It's very one dimensional and it's very predictable. Like I and, and if as fans, if we can see uh, how predictable the offense is, imagine what the defense is. You know, I mean, what the offense see when they're preparing for it. That's why, like, it's that's why I was like, damn, it's sad the way they really broke our defense down and and basically all this shit weak. They called it out like, oh, yeah, we finna eat. Like, we finna feast on these niggas. This shit weak as hell. Like, like so, I mean, it's, it's nothing. <laughs> that's that's my only takeaway. So, I just feel like moving forward, it's going to have to be some changes. And, I, you know, I respect Uncle Art. He, you know, he's saying the right things. But Unc going to have to do something over the offseason. I don't expect them to make any key changes during the middle of the season. Um, But some shit going to got to change. And I'm sorry. Um. I don't think I think 
I don't think Dan Quinn is it. I don't think uh, Color is it. Um, so I think those are two people. And Thomas Dimitrov, those three people can go for me. Yeah, this, this, oh, this is a shit show. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, what uh, Lowe was referring to is the alcoholic asked a question on Twitter if uh, Super Bowl 51 ruined the team. Now, like she said, in my opinion, it didn't ruin the team. It ruined the fans and our expectations of what the team should be, how the team should be doing, and all that stuff. The fans expect going back to the Super Bowl and getting that fucking ring, as we should every year. You know, that's something we should expect every year. However, with all the coaching and staff changes that have taken place, we cannot expect that same Super Bowl run to be like immediate. All right. So yeah. Yeah, that, that just shouldn't happen. Granted, Kyle, blah, 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 great offensive, blah, blah, blah. Still fuck him, still on site every day of the week, 247365. All right. So that's Kyle. He's not coming back. Okay. He's not coming back. All these OC changes are complete bullshit. My real question to the Falcons organization is why can't you motherfuckers keep the people that we need on staff? Like, why can't we keep them? Like, what is the problem to where we can't keep these people on our staff? Like, why do we keep having changes all the time? Also, why isn't someone kind of going over DQ's head? For example, this Vic thing. Why didn't someone be like, yo, no, we need to cut this shit. We paying him $13 million. First of all, that's way too much money. Way too much money. Second, he ain't shown us shit to where he deserves $13 million. Third, if this is your project and your baby, why isn't it your actual project and baby? Why are you lying to us and whoever else on staff, why are you lying to everybody just for him to go out and be like, oh, I'm not working with Quinn. Fuck that shit. And then this last game, he comes up with nothing. Literally nothing. He's not <laughs> like, what the fuck? 13 million? Like, yo. he He's a fucking, he's an Atlanta scammer. That's it. Like, right now, all he's showing me than a, a true Atlanta scammer. 13 million to do nothing in the last game. Like, man. Then Manuel, like, Manuel got, first, I don't think Manuel should have gotten let go because it's not his fault that everybody and their mama got injured on the defense last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are we supposed to have a top-notch defense with every, all the key players getting injured. You know, like, he was really a scapegoat, and it was bullshit. And now we see that Quinn ain't the defensive-minded person that we need him to be, unless Quinn is just trying to, like, quit this season, and he's blowing up the defense on purpose. I don't know what the fuck is going on. What he's doing, man? I don't know. Trying to blow up the defense on purpose. And I really, really, really wonder if AFC teams are paying him to lose. 
Because he's <laughs> point shaving at this point. Like, I swear point. to God, like I'm not even kidding. Like I'm not joking. Like, are you getting paid by the AFC to lose to them? Because there's there's no reason why we should be one and what eleven or we one eleven and one or twelve now. Either way, it's one and double digits at this point. And you can't beat the AFC team. Like, what's the real? Like, what's really going on? And like y'all said, we like why are defenses picking us apart and why are other teams calling our our defense soft? They're calling us soft on defense. For a reason. We, they don't respect this. <laughs> and they don't have to because yep. if they can like literally glance at the TV and be like, oh, this is soft zone four coverage. You know what I'm saying? They don't even have to like look. They can just glance at the TV and look to see what we're doing. Then what the fuck are we doing? DQ needs to be fired as a DC, period. That's it. He just needs to be fired as a DC. I don't I doubt they're gonna do anything mid-season. Uh, as far as bringing him at the end of the season. I yeah. just don't feel it. I don't think they're gonna fire him at the end of the season either. I know all everybody just probably turned this episode off right now <laughs> with us saying that. I don't think they are because he is a good head coach, and like you were saying. He has brought in a lot of key players, a lot of great players. He's good at drafting. His only downfall at the draft for me, that's of course, that's debatable. That's debatable. <laughs> you know, and I'm tired of his fucking bullshit slogans that he keeps doing. Stop doing this corny shit. Stop printing out paws on fucking t-shirts that's supposed to be hands. You know, we're all in this together, bullshit. Fucking like, get, can we get a can we get a decent secondary? That's all I want. Can we get a decent secondary? We need a decent everything. And Allen, um, Rico is like, I don't know what's going on in practice. You know, we're doing our jobs, but on the field, we don't know what's I don't know what's going on. Nobody's doing their job, and that's a good question. Why is nobody doing their job, and why are they getting mad when people are going off and being like? Y'all suck. You know what I'm saying? I think Hardy's mama got into it with somebody. Ridley keeps getting into okay, it. Okay, she shouldn't be saying nothing now. Come on, I don't even know why your son's still on our team. Come on, bro. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm just like, y'all are just a trip. And then the players are mad at us because we're like, y'all suck. But y'all do. Y'all suck. I mean, that's the reality of it. Y'all suck. Y'all are not holding each other accountable. You know what I'm saying? Like, for what's going on. Like, I know Josh, he keep. Oh, shout out to Josh. Pray for him. He got his lip busted. He's got stitches, so. Aww. You know, he'll, he'll be fine. He's probably going to be mad at me for saying this. But there's a video of uh, a little high school football team or something. And the player dropped, a player jumped off the <laughs> right? And so his teammate slapped him upside his head. I'd like to see us do that. I would hold them accountable. I don't care if a grown man's hitting another grown man upside his head. Uh, so these people need to be held accountable, point blank, period. Like, do it in public. You know what I'm every saying? Time, look, every time I hear, I think of that the guy, his name on Twitter is like Sideline Bully, and like he'd be making a video like, tighten up. So every time I think of that, I'd be like, thinking him yelling at them, tighten up. Like, especially at Duke. Oh, I'm glad he's off my team, but 
if y'all ain't never seen him, he be the one making videos when the players be coming through the sunlight, telling them to tighten up. But yeah, that it works perfectly for that. Like, hold them accountable. You know, yes, do your right. job, play your part. Like everybody needs to tighten the fuck up. Everybody. Well, yeah, they all need to tighten up on both sides of the ball. Dirt needs to fucking make better plays and decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like coaching, it all comes from so coaching, the coaching staff, and they're fucking coaching. And then players need to be accountable for what the fuck they're doing. I think Oliver got benched. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I read that he got benched. Uh, I'm not 100% sure why, because most of the, the, the like analytical Twitter people be like, he's actually decent. He's just messing up a bit, which, of course, we should expect because it's his first year starting. And I think if he did get benched, I need to double check that, that they're making really hasty decisions. Um, yeah, and I don't think they should make hasty decisions like that because uh, he's not that bad. I don't think he's been doing that bad, but whatever. Um, Just to go back on something real quick about, I guess, the players being upset with the fans being mad because of the performance on the field. Look, 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 first of all, this is Atlanta, right? Yeah. Not Philadelphia. You'll probably get it worse in, some other, in other cities, you know, and this is, this is a fan base. In the city as a whole, the fan base there was, is starving for um consistency in winning in the postseason for all our major sports teams. And we just want this talented there's too much talent on that on that staff for this team to be hot garbage right now. There's way too much talent on that team. And so yeah, we're gonna, you know, I don't, you know, I I haven't been to the stadium um uh, down there and I know that shit's not uh cheap. So you're paying good money on a Sunday to go watch them play and they come out there and like sticking up the joint. Hell yeah, gonna be pissed off, you know. You'd be doing something else with your um with your freaking day on on your freaking Sunday afternoon. You know, you don't have to be at there. You gotta be watching the Falcons. You know, we people people who pay to watch them want to see them win and do well. Look, you're losing is a part of the freaking the uh, game, right? But you know, if you're not putting in the effort or at least you know or not showing some type of growth, it's like what's the point of going? You know, because we're gonna see the same shit next week. Also, it's like every it seems like every team knows exactly what scheme uh, we're running on defense. It's like something got to change, you know, and, and people are going to be frustrated, man. This is like a, this is a uh, city that is very much scarred from, like, past failures and opportunities, like, to win championships. You know, we want – we expect more from our teams. You know, Falcons, Braves, all of them, we expect more. We don't – you know, we should, we should be winning titles and be at least in the conversation of winning a title, you know. And so anytime I see a player that gets like upset that the fan base is like on their case, man, nah, fuck that shit, man. No. You pay you you out there on the field, you out there making all that money perform for us, man. Yep. That, that's yeah. the like, do your fucking job. If all these players that are doing their job, like Rico and Grady, keep coming out and saying not everybody's doing their job, then Hello, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and not be mad at fans. Of course, we're gonna be mad. We're paying all that money, talking shit to all these people. You know what I'm saying? So watch y'all stink up the joint is bullshit. Like nobody wants to pay all that. And if people want to walk out the game and rather go to the tailgate, which are 
really lit. If you've ever been to Atlanta Tailgate, you know that the shit's lit. I'd rather watch it at a tailgate and get plastered than, you know, be in that stadium and watch y'all fart and all that shit on the field. Like, nobody wants to smell that shit. Nobody wants to be around that shit. But um, what Lo was saying about the guy that uh, keeps uh, yelling in the fucking tunnel. Oh, um, he uh, came out today and said, safe. If y'all don't know who safe is, those Mm -hmm. people that be like directing you to your seats and trying Mm -hmm. to prevent you from getting on the field and all that shit. Safe and his rep, I'm assuming it's a season ticket holder rep, are um, they said that he's uh, gonna get banned from the tunnel? What? Yup, he said it on Twitter. Um, That's bull crap. Like, why? So censoring him, huh? So censoring him. Okay, so this is where we're going down. This is the road we're going down. You can't take the criticism because you suck. And fans are telling you what it is. And so now, oh, you're going to ban the guy? Man. Commentary is funny, and I actually look forward to it. Yeah, he added DQ, and he was like, y'all are banning me from the, the tunnel. Y'all want to ban me from the tunnel? How about you do something with the defense, blah, blah, blah. And then he came out and said safe, and his rep told him uh, that. So I don't know if he's actually going to get banned. Or not, he said they're trying to. They probably telling him he can't he can't say it, but he don't be saying like I don't think only thing he be saying is tighten up. He don't be like, dude, you effing suck. You you know like he he just be like tighten up. He like Julio, you my man can't send them bad about Julio. Matt Ryan, like he just the only thing he just be saying is tighten up. That's it. Yeah. And I he doesn't say anything profane. He doesn't say anything profane, you know. Um like he'll say anything another a regular coach would say like on the sideline just tighten up get you know get it together get your act together that's all he's saying if you can't if you tell me they're gonna ban him because he's giving them uh criticism you know um that's that's messed up and i don't don't like the sound of that at all they worry about the wrong thing they need to worry about uh doing their job and going out there and playing performing not worry about Somebody telling them to tighten up in the tunnel. Like if you bother by that, you got you got bigger fish to fry, my guy. <laughs> I bet those players too, players and coaches being like, we tired of him saying that or whatever. Because someone said he says that like every time they're losing or whatever. And I was like, oh well, I could if, if I was a player, I understand if someone keeps annoying me like that. But at the same time, he ain't saying like he ain't being profane like y'all said. Um, and uh what else oh he's also on the he he has field access um so i'm curious if they might ban him from that too uh so i don't i don't know if we're gonna be hearing or seeing any more of his videos that much because if he said trying i'm assuming they're like if you do it again we're gonna ban you from the tunnel uh so i wonder if they're gonna say the same thing about his um him being on the sideline because uh, if you see his video, sometimes he's got the field access, so he's in those 100 seats where they can go down on the field and watch the game. Mm-hmm. And I see him yelling from there, too. So I wonder if they're going to stop him uh, from doing that, too. Uh, we'll we'll see. I'll keep looking at his tweets and trying to see if they ban him from that uh, as well. Because, shit, if, if they're trying to ban him from that and he keeps going, they could possibly try to ban him from the stadium or move his um, so yeah, everybody, if you're doing that shit, telling people to tighten up and all that shit, 
not the sideline bully, but anybody else, y'all might want to slow y'all roll before y'all get banned too. We don't need everybody getting banned from the stadium. I don't want to get banned. I'm pretty sure nobody else wants to get banned. But yeah, that's where we are with that. Yeah, Carlos, you got to get to the stadium. Uh, I'm going to still go to um, games. I think my next game is going to be to the Rams game. I'm pretty sure I'm going to the Saints Thanksgiving game. And then you let me know. Jack's game. Uh, I, believe, I think those three are going to be the rest of my games. I mean, I'm a lot of people I see here selling your tickets and stuff, and that's cool. Try to sell on the Falcons fans. I mean, if not, I mean, it is what it is. I like to see more red in there than any other uh, fucking team, you know, opposite team of us. Um, but I'm going to still go. And if I am tired of it, then I'm going to leave. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's just me personally. I'm, if we lose, we lose. If we're still 1-11 at that point, I mean, I'm going to still go. <laughs> You know, a lot of people are like, no, nah, I'm selling all my tickets. Fuck this shit. Fuck this season. But that's your prerogative. You know, if you want to do that, go ahead. But I'm going to go. I think, Low, you, you still going to go to games or not? It's, uh, it's up in the air right now. <laughs> I'm one of those fans who think about selling their tickets, definitely. Yeah. I mean, most of mine are sold. I think I've said that a few times. We saw most of mine before this season even started because the people that are paying for it are paying for our PSL for next year. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, all right. You know, me and my pops, we were like, all right, we're going to sell most of them. Um, so they're already sold. So that's why I, if I, if we had them, we'd probably sell most of them. But we're still going to several, well, a few, you know, as I was saying, but. Yeah, I'm not even mad at people selling tickets or not wanting to go to the game. Like I said, if I go to a game and y'all are sucking and I'm sick of it, I'm going to leave. There's better stuff to do in Atlanta on a Sunday afternoon than to watch the team stink up the joint. So, yeah. Y'all stop being mad at people that want to leave the game early or sell their tickets with the team sucking. I mean, hey, don't bring in that. Well, Browns fans stay for the whole game. Well, the Browns have been sucking for decades. Shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have not been completely sucking for decades. It is. And they currently is. are down 28 to 3. <laughs> also, wow, I just got PTSD. Thanks. Also, it's freaking Cleveland. All right. Nobody wants to go. Hey, yo, let's go. Let's go up to Cleveland this weekend. No one want to go to Cleveland. They have nothing else to do but to watch that football right. game. Come on. Get the hell out of here. Shit. I've been to Cleveland. <laughs> The game is the event. The game is like fucking Christmas for them. You know what I'm saying? Ain't shit to do in Cleveland. There's barely shit to do in Ohio. That's why Ohio State has so many fans. You know what I'm saying? Ohio as a whole is a shitty, it's a shithole. You know, like that fucking Cheeto likes to take the White House. Um, I don't think anybody knows where we're going to go from here on out. We're just going to find out, right? I mean, we're just gonna watch it. No choice. Yeah. Uh, no choice. I mean, I'll, I'll watch. I'll watch this coming Sunday. Um, I'm, I would like. Hopefully, the Braves will also be playing, so like, I won't be just uh, watching the Falcons. Um, but uh, I mean, like, I don't know. We'll see. 
I'll put it this way. I I wasn't pressed to see them play yesterday. You know, I, there was other games that kind of had my attention, and um, it was like, I'm going to say, like, my interest is just is getting lower and lower as far as, like, being excited for their games and stuff. And it's not just this season, it's the last couple of seasons. And so, you know, hell, I'm, I'm more interested in soccer than anything. So the Falcons got to really uh, get their act together. Um, it's disappointing. It's disappointing, like the product and like just the expectations. Um, it's almost like a. Uh, it was almost like it's a bad thing that they went to the Super Bowl because then we thought it was gonna be it was gonna be a powerhouse in the NFC for years to come, and that hasn't been the case. And now we're back to being like considered like the scrubs in the NFC, and that's not even at all. Not with the talent on this team. And, you know, Matt Ryan, say what you want about him. Uh, you know, he's still a very good quarterback. I still argue all the time that he's definitely in the top 10 as a quarterback. Um, Julio Jones is the best. Um, it just, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, by the way, I get tired of people talking about uh, uh, we should get like, uh, we should get rid of Matt, um, Matt Ryan for like a black quarterback. It's like, <laughs> seeing that on on fucking twitter man for real like i was the biggest big fan the biggest big fan all right i had like a whole bunch of like falcon jersey i even had an eagles jersey back in uh back when he came back in the league you know uh vic was great but vic got himself in trouble and vic wasn't reading the playbook and vic got himself you know he he didn't reach his full potential all right he didn't he didn't get lead the team to the super bowl he didn't win no mvps all right and so when every time I see people was blaming Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan doesn't play defense neither, okay? Um, and I guarantee the next quarterback we get probably won't even be all that good. So be careful what you wish for. And you better, like, appreciate the fact that we have a, at least a, a very capable quarterback to, like, lead, a, lead this team. You know, the problem is he's fucking up also, making bad throws and bad plays, which is very uncharacteristic un of him. Uh, he's too old to be doing that bullshit, but the notion that uh, we need to get rid of him for whoever else, it just, you know, it's stupid, you know. We can't go out there and draft a quarterback. Right. You know, there's too much talent in this team to be waiting for a quarterback to, like, figure it out out there, okay? So I, I feel like uh, a lot of our fan base are very delusional and don't know how uh, things operate. You know, and as far as like Dan Quinn getting fired, um, real quick, look, um, out here in DC, uh, they, the Redskins fired their um, their coach five in the morning. I'd be damned I'm going to work at five in the morning, go to work for you to fire me at that time. And he, but he needed to be fired because he'd been there for six years and he, they haven't had any type of um, uh, success. Okay. Uh, Dan Quinn's is definitely on the hot seat. And you know his time, his the clock is ticking on him. You know, out the blank maybe like, all right, he's our guy, but behind behind closed doors, who knows what's being said? You know, he got one franchise in the Atlanta United that has one, and they were in, that was in the span of like a couple of years. All right, he wants this franchise to get the act together also. You know, so I feel like in a way that uh, if the, if this, this going the way um, turning down, you know. You're gonna mess around, freaking like Atlanta United gonna be like 
the team of the city for they take over the city for real for real so they need to get the act together because this window is closing for the Falcons and it's not going to be good when Julio retires and Matt Ryan retires so facts all right so yeah we're as y'all can tell we're all fucking frustrated um with this shit but um yeah it's probably be my bedtime um so we're gonna do pop promos y'all drop all right we're gonna start with low tell us about your podcast slash vlog for let the people know where it is and then i'll have you send me the link so i can put them in the description box Is you hear me? Who, me? I was talking low. Low, you still here? Oh. Is she still here? Did we lose her? Might have lost her. All right. I'll get her. Uh, so go ahead, uh, Carlos. Tell us about your podcast. And let the people know what it's about. And then have you send me the uh, description. All right, so first and foremost, you can follow me at that Vernalos on Twitter and IG. Um, the podcast is called Yes, Another Podcast. We are uh, based out here in DC. Uh, we talk, we tackle all type of topics, man. Um, a lot of urban pop culture, uh, the daily life of a poor uh, individual who works in radio. Um, you know, we talk politics, entertainment. You know, we talk a little bit sports. You know, dating, relationships. Uh, we have a good time. We 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 obviously um, we're on our we're on our fourth season coming up this week, and so uh, yeah, check it out. We're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Twitter at Yes Another Pod. We're on SoundCloud at Yes Another Podcast, and on Instagram at Yes Another Podcast. And you can email us at uh, Yes Another Podcast at Gmail dot com. Facts. Um, I'm gonna get Lowe's. Well, she kind of said what she is about in the beginning. Uh, it's a sports vlog with her and a couple of her homies that do a vlog and a podcast. So I'll get her description and put it in the chat box below or do a voice message. Some things that y'all can go check her out. Uh, if y'all don't know, it's Lolo from Twitter. I think everybody in Falcons Twitter knows who she is. If you're not a part of Falcons Twitter, she's very cool, very awesome. As you heard, she knows her shit. You know what I'm saying? And her friends do. They know about their shit, too. They're not just Falcons fans. They're other team fans. And they talk about all types of sports. So, y'all should definitely check them out, too. This is going to be one of two podcast episodes of ours that you hear this week. Uh, we're trying to come out with more content. If you have a podcast or anything that you do, like anything, business or whatever, and you want to come on and talk about it real quick and check about some Falcons football, you can just hit me up uh, at lethal saint underscore on Twitter or hit up the Dirty Bird Nation report page at DBN report. Also on Twitter or on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you're listening. I'll put our email in the description box below. If you would like to join the team, we are expanding. Um, please hit us up at the email below or on Twitter or Instagram in our DMs. And we'll get y'all to join the team, join the family. You know, we're just trying to, you know, our podcast and more listeners. 
and all that shit and do some more cool shit for y'all. And we do have YouTube. So if you're on YouTube, shout out to you. If you want to subscribe to our YouTube, please do. Uh, I'll put all that information below as well. And with that note, shout out to Breeze. I'm sure he'll make a little appearance on here and he'll be on the next episode that we record as well. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Y'all go check out Carlos at Yes Another Pod. Check out his podcast. It is great. As his new season is going to come out soon. So check that out. And we're out of here. All right, Carlos, this shit's going to end, like, real fast once I hit you. All right, thank you for coming on. I appreciate you. We'll bring you back on, of course, now that we got this whole recording shit figured out. Yeah, no problem. No problem. I appreciate it. Peace. All right.